Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. All right, before we get into all this, I have a little pop quiz for you. As a former elementary school teacher, it's my time to shine. So here we go. Here's my pop quiz for you. I need you to go through and say, is that undertired or overtired? Are you ready? Number one, rubbing eyes. Is that overtired or undertired? Number two, hyperactivity. Number three, taking 20 minutes or more to fall asleep. And number four, crashing instantly to sleep. Ready for the answers? Number one, rubbing eyes, that's overtired. Number two, hyperactivity, that's again, overtired. Number three, falling asleep, it takes 20 minutes or more, that's undertired. Number four, crashing to sleep instantly, that's overtired. Sometimes sleep is a confusing puddle of gray matter. In this video and episode, I'm going to talk about is your child undertired or overtired? And before I lose you in the complexity of this, let me just tell you that understanding the differences is like the key to nailing your child's ideal bedtime. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep YouTube and podcast. This is a place where every week we make getting sleep help easy. And I say that because this topic is kind of anything but easy. And just to level with you, even as I was preparing for this, I was like, ugh, this is a difficult topic because there's a very fine line between your child is undertired and overtired. So I'm gonna break down like, what do these two things mean? What are the signs that they both have? And then how do you like recover from this? And how do you actually find that middle ground of like, ah, this is my child's ideal time to go to sleep. So let's jump into this as we talk about the difference between overtired and undertired. Hey, before we jump into this video and episode, I wanna tell you about a free course that I have that's waiting just for you. If you have a six to 16 month old who is not sleeping through the night, Sleep is not a thing. I have a free course designed to give you my four steps to solve their night wakings. Head to littlezsleep.com slash four, that's the number four steps, or check the links in the show notes, and everything you will have is right there to get a free video course where I'm teaching you step-by-step the four things you can do starting tonight to finally make sleep a thing. Let's define overtired and undertired. So we're kind of on the same page here. Now, like (laughs) you might be just like skipping or watching this like 2X because you're like, I get it, that got overtired and undertired. But just in case you need a little refresher, I want you to imagine like a line in the sand. And this line, this is the ideal time that your child, it's like their perfect bedtime or nap time. If we are talking overtiredness, that means your child has gone beyond the line. Okay, it's like way past that time they should have been going to sleep. If they are undertired, that means they are not quite at that line. They're not ready for sleep just yet. They still have some more awake windows time there before they get to the starting line and they're ready to go to sleep. Okay, so now that we know the difference between undertired and overtired, let's go through the signs that you know your child is either overtired or undertired. When it comes to being past the line, overtired, you're generally going to see some signs that have to do with their face. So this can include rubbing eyes, 
pulling ear. Maybe your baby is taking their whole hand and like wiping their face or taking their wrist and rubbing it all over their face. It can be red eyebrows. It can be yawning. Anything in their facial area, typically, that is a sign of being overtired. Now, I want to stress a couple of these. The rubbing the eyes and the yawning. Those are two that like in society and cartoons and movies and media and things like that, you will see people yawning like, oh, I'm tired, or rubbing their eyes, the child be rubbing their eyes like, oh, it's time for bed. In reality, that's a big warning sign. If you ever see your child yawning or rubbing their eyes, just know that that's the sign of overtired. They passed that line a while ago that they should have been in bed. So if you have been watching for, ooh, get this, sleepy cues, I do not use sleepy cues for babies, toddlers, and preschoolers. You can look at them for newborns, but generally we are not looking at them past that newborn stage because if your child is yawning or rubbing their eyes, that is literally them communicating to you that like, I'm very tired. And so anything in that facial region, pulling ears, rubbing eyes, red eyebrows, yawning, rubbing the face, any of that actually could be linked to being overtired and they are past that mark where they already should have been asleep. This next sign might surprise you. And if you have a toddler, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. And that is hyperactivity. Your toddler is a maniac. I will never forget the time that I did an in-home consultation with a family here in Richmond, Virginia. And I went to their home and I was sitting in their living room and I was discussing the bedtime routine and the sleep plan with the parents. And the toddler was like doing laps around the house. And this was at 5, 5.30 p.m. And I told the parents because we were going through bedtime routine. I said, okay, they're gonna be going to bed at 7 p.m. And that was wild. Like this kid had been going to bed between 8.30 and 9 p.m. because why do you think? That's when he was showing his signs, literally saying that I'm tired or um, being uh, rubbing his eyes or yawning. So that's what the parents had deemed as his appropriate bedtime. Well, this toddler's doing laps around the house. And when I presented a 7 p.m. bedtime, they were like, that's crazy, he's never gonna go to sleep. And this was the ideal education moment to say, actually, do you see how he's running around the house like a crazy person right now? Can I ask you about nap? Well, there was no nap because he rejected it that day. This kid was so tired and tiredness in toddlers manifest itself in hyperactivity. So if you've ever noticed between maybe like 5 to 6 p.m., your toddler is going cuckoo crazy, running around the house, scaling the walls, doing all these crazy flips and things, and you're like, what is wrong with you? They're likely overtired because possibly they weren't napping that day. If they did drop their nap, they should probably already be in bed by 6 p.m. I know that's crazy. I have a whole video on that, so you can check that out. However, hyperactivity in a toddler is generally a sign of being overtired. And this, this is like a step beyond your typical toddler energy. You know, you get it. As a parent and a caregiver to a toddler, you know what that means. You know what's normal toddler energy and what is cuckoo crazy hyperactivity toddler. And when they get to that point, again, it seems like, oh, well, you're not ready for bed because look at all your energy. But the reality is they're so tired, their body is like going on adrenaline and they should have gone to bed quite a while ago. There are two other signs that you can be looking for, and this isn't even all of them, it's just some of the signs that are generally going to manifest in being overtired. And the next one is that your baby or your toddler or your preschooler or you, you are crashing to sleep within like five minutes or less. So perhaps you're getting your baby ready for bed and you're putting them in the crib and you close the door and you pop up the monitor and they're already asleep. And you're like, wow, yes, that was amazing. 
If your child is crashing to sleep, within five minutes or less, they are overtired. It actually should take our bodies anywhere between 10 to 20 minutes to fall asleep. As they get comfortable, they maybe find their stuffed animal, if that's age appropriate, or they find their thumb to suck on, or they're rolling around and getting comfortable in their environment. That's normal. We want them to take a few minutes before they fall asleep. But if they are crashing to sleep, that is also a sign that we've missed the mark and their bedtime should have been a little bit ago. The next sign that we're gonna go through, and this is our final one for talking about being overtired, is restlessness. This goes hand in hand with hyperactivity. I know for my kids, I can tell when we've had a busy, hard day or we traveled, we came home and didn't have um, the right bedtime because we got home late from an airplane or something like that, I can tell they're overtired because they're restless throughout the night. I can either hear them moving around in their beds or I used to be able to check on the monitor and see that they were in one position and then another position. Or when I go in to say goodnight when I'm, before I'm going to bed, we usually do this, I don't know, do you? We normally go into their room just to give them one last kiss before we go to bed and they're in a completely different position, sometimes like completely opposite ends of the bed. And if your child is constantly moving throughout the night, restlessness also is linked to being overtired. Now, before we get into being undertired, I have a little nugget that I wanna save for the end of this video, because guess what? There are times it is perfectly normal that your child will be overtired, and I actually just need you to push through. So we'll talk about that, so hold on to that thought, but let's talk about the signs of being undertired. The number one sign that your child is undertired, they're not at that line yet of ready for sleep, is that they're taking too long to fall asleep. Because they weren't quite ready, maybe it was like right a little bit below the line and like this was the line they were perfectly ready for sleep. If you're putting them to bed too early and they're not tired enough, then of course, what are they gonna do? They're not gonna go to sleep within that 10 to 20 minutes. They might be taking 30, 40, 50, 60 minutes to fall asleep. And if that's happening on a consistent basis, then possibly your child is undertired and they actually need a little bit later of a bedtime. You might see this with a 12 to 14 month old who is actually ready for a new nap schedule. You might see this in a toddler who is learning to talk and things like that. And they get into their bed and they're just and they're excited about the new skills they're learning and because not really ready, they also need maybe a new nap schedule. You'll see this manifest in preschool and elementary schoolers who they may be getting into bed and maybe they didn't get all the energy out. It was raining outside. They didn't get to go out for recess and they're just not tired yet. This has probably happened to you on occasion where you're not really ready to fall asleep and you have trouble with that. That's a typical sign. If it takes over 20 minutes for you to be able to fall asleep or your child to be able to put themselves to sleep, then they're likely undertired. The next sign, this is really something that babies, toddlers, and preschoolers can show, and that is protesting bedtime. If your child is not ready for bed, they are undertired, they haven't filled up their tired tank yet to be able to go to sleep, then they'll likely protest the bedtime or even the routine. If your child is upset about their routine and they're upset that they're in their room, then this could be something where they're not quite ready to have bedtime just yet because they're not tired enough. Okay, the final sign of being undertired is that your child, toddler, preschooler, is telling you they're not ready for bed. Now, take this with a grain of salt because yeah, I have an eight-year-old who's like, I'm not ready for bed just because she wants to read all night long. But if your toddler or preschooler is telling you, mom, I'm not tired, Sometimes we need to listen to that, sometimes not, sometimes we know. But if they are actively telling you like, I'm not tired, then we might need to evaluate what time should they be going to bed. Now, if you've noticed these signs of being overtired or undertired, what do we do about this, Becca? And what are those key times where they will show it, but it's okay? 
The first thing you can do to help solve your child's undertiredness or overtiredness is to evaluate their schedule. This is something we've made really, really easy because we have a complete schedule guide for you to download and have throughout the years. Schedules change, especially the 10 to 24 month old. There's a lot of different schedules happening and those times are typical to go through some of those under or overtired seasons. And when you just have these beautifully designed pages to print off, put them somewhere where you can tell, this is my 10 month, my 11 month, my 12 month schedule, because they do change, you'll be able to stay on track of your child's awake times and proper schedules. And this will help you avoid some of these under or overtired seasons. The next thing you can do to help resolve this is to evaluate your child's sleep needs. Along with their schedule, let's look at how they're growing and changing. Are they able to get their nap time in? Do they have a short nap or a long nap? Are things a little bit different because you've been traveling and life has been a little off lately? Let's try to get back to the basics of our sleep expectations. I know for us in the summertime, it is normal for our girls to be overtired because we spend a lot of time at the pool and outside and running around. So even though I kind of want a later bedtime in the summer because it's the summer nights and you want to enjoy that, they can't handle it. They're overtired. They're restless. They're hyperactive. And then actually they're waking up early in the morning, which is a bonus sign of being overtired is you're waking up too early in the morning. So sometimes you desire to have a later bedtime to enjoy that time with your child. But in reality, they're so pooped, they got to go to bed. So evaluating your season of life is also something that's critical when you're trying to evaluate the undertiredness or overtiredness of your child and trying to get back to that middle ground of getting their ideal bedtime. Now, the key here, there are some unique situations. Your child will naturally be overtired when you're going through a nap transition. So when your child goes from three to two or two to one or one to no naps, this is normal for them to have a few weeks where they are just overtired. But I don't want you to go backwards and go back to the old nap schedule. You need to keep moving forward. This should take maybe about two to four weeks, and then they settle into their new schedule and things were back there at that baseline again. But I wanted to let you know that because it's so common. Parents will tell me that they doubt it's time for a nap transition because, oh, my baby is so tired. They can't possibly do four hours of wake time. That seems like too much. When the reality is they can, it's just new and it's different and we need to push them a little bit. So nap transitions are like the big asterisk in this whole video. You're not going to evaluate over or under tiredness during nap transitions because that is normal for them to be overtired because we're transitioning to a new wake window. Similarly, with the undertiredness, it's also normal. You might be thinking like, oh my gosh, it is taking 30 minutes for my child to fall asleep. They must be undertired. But then I want you to think like, oh, wait, they're learning to roll, they're standing, they're crawling, they're jumping, they're singing, they're going through potty training, all these different things. And sometimes during this season, they will present signs of being undertired, like maybe hyperactivity because you're like, oh, why are you running around the house? Well, it's because they just learned to run. Or why are you talking so much in the middle of the night? Well, it's because they're learning to talk. Why are you taking so long to fall asleep? Oh, it's because you're learning to roll and you're practicing that skill in your crib. Those things are normal. So this video pairs really well with our entire episode and video on what is a sleep regression versus what is a sleep habit. And that is kind of your next lesson to kind of pair with this to decide, okay, how long has it been? Where are we going with this? So make sure you check out that um, video and podcast episode. It's going to give you a whole lot more information extension from this. But I hope that this entire lesson has helped develop a better understanding of what is overtiredness and what is undertiredness and how can we see those signs and what can we do about it. If you're finding you 
need a complete schedule change, then we have the answer for you. Our complete schedule guide gives you everything you need to know from zero to three years old, education on wake windows, making sure your child avoids that over or under tiredness, and gives you a beautifully designed pages that print really nice and easy for you to have the schedules for your child for those entire three years. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and YouTube channel so you never miss a thing as we make sure that you get the sleep help your entire family needs. Sweet dreams. See you next time. Thanks so much for being here today on the Little Z Sleep Podcast. If you're looking for resources to help your family make sleep a thing and finally get the rest that you and your child both deserve, head to littlezsleep.com to find your child's sleep program and also all of our free resources from our YouTube, blog, and podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time.